cars do fall in our ratings, uh, especially when we get back our reliability surveys, when we have, you know, tens of thousands, if not more, of our owners telling us about all these problems, you know, that, that really drops their reliability score. And we get a lot of backlash from that. Uh, but, again, they're, even though they are, you know, they have all this other technology that the other cars don't, so they're not um, tested on the same individual features, they're, they're tested in the same playing field as all the other cars for still being a car. Hmm. Yeah, that's the primary thing. Now, have, uh, because Tesla seems to be using the owners of this smart summon uh, technology as their beta test, have you uh, been able to talk to any owners? So we, we get feedback from lots of owners on all of the features of the Tesla. Um, and then with this Smart Summon one, it's such a newly released feature that we, we haven't done uh, in-depth um, owner conversations. But we do see that with other features, wow, yes. there is this acknowledgement that, you know, drivers may accept and push the, okay, I accept use this feature knowing that it's not fully vetted or, or mm. whatnot in their car. But the concern then comes from what about all the people around them that share the roadway with them? What about, you know, if I'm driving this car and someone's in a Tesla behind me, now I'm concerned that they signed up for it, but I may not have. Exactly. Good well, point. Kelly, we appreciate you uh, coming on the show. We'll have to have you back. And it's time for me to say I'm Fred Staub. I'm Les Jackson. We'll see you down the road. Desks coming in. Uh, here's a, it's a fancy one right here. It's missing a leg, but that's all right. Whatever. Washers and dryers from a laundromat. Oh wow! Check this out. Another deep fryer. And I'm not sure what this doohickey is. Yeah, most businesses weren't ready for a storm like that, you know. But our work's really piling up here at Roberts and Son Salvage. What will become of your business after a disaster? Nearly two-thirds of businesses aren't prepared for an emergency, and 40% of businesses that experience a disaster never recover. Make an emergency plan now before it's too late. For a free online tool that helps you develop an emergency plan to keep your business up and running should disaster strike, visit Ready. Power Talk, 1460 and 101 FM. An iHeartRadio station. Power1460.com. Home of the most powerful name in news. Fox News. KION Salinas and K266BD Carmel Valley. Power Talk, 1460 and 101 FM. Unfair and partisan. I'm Pam Puso, Fox News. That's how House Republicans continue to describe the impeachment probe against President Trump. Congressman Andy Biggs says House Intelligence Committee Chairman Adam Schiff is playing the role of a special counsel. That is really bizarro. And uh, the question is, does he think he's going to testify or is he going to uh, not testify? He's actually become a witness in this case uh, because of the whistleblower and his connection to the whistleblower and his staff's connections. The central issue, a phone call between President Trump and the leader of Ukraine and whether or not military aid was linked to an investigation of Joe Biden and his son. Up next, a possible interview with Energy Secretary Rick Perry. In a statement from Mr. Perry's office, they say, quote, the secretary will not partake in a secret star chamber inquisition where agency counsel is forbidden to be present, but adding he might speak at an open hearing. And Thursday, lawmakers want to speak with former National Security Advisor John Bolton, but his lawyers say he will not voluntarily appear. They are now waiting on a subpoena. Fox's Lauren Blanchard. Many of the Democrats who hope to replace President Trump are campaigning in Iowa. Minnesota Senator Amy Klobuchar calling out the president in Des Moines. You think you can treat our workers and our farmers like poker chips in one of your bankrupt casinos? That's what he does. They are my friends and my neighbors. Yesterday, former Texas Congressman Beta O'Rourke dropped out of the race in California. Senator Kamala Harris closed offices and shed staff in New Hampshire. A deadly bombing in northern Syria in territory captured last month by militias backed by Turkey. A car bomb has killed 13 civilians. Turkey's defense ministry blames Kurdish-led fighters who were pushed out when Turkey invaded. America's listening to Fox News. 
It's the latest from Fox News Podcasts. The Campaign with Brett Baer. With updates from reporters on the trail and in-studio experts. Brett keeps you informed on the 2020 race. Go to foxnewspodcast.com and download The Campaign with Brett Baer now. I'm Neil Cavuto from Fox Business. In high school, I managed a fast food restaurant. I saw the power of business and the importance of making your money work for you. I'm Liz Clayman. In life, it's not just how you invest, it's for whom you're investing. We care about your success and we want to be a part of it. I'm Charles Payne. I go way beyond the headlines and help you through the markets every single day. It's all about investing in your future, your American dream. Fox Business. Invested in you. Download Fox News Channel's The Five podcast for free. Five of your favorite Fox News personalities discuss current issues in a roundtable discussion. Get it now on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and foxnewspodcasts.com. From the Sam Linder. When you think about investing in individual stocks, you have thoughts of making big profits, right? Well, what about big losses? Oh, sure, you can make a bundle, but you could also lose a bundle. If your portfolio is at least $100,000, do you wonder how major corporations and foundations manage their investments? You see, they don't deal with commission brokers. Instead, they hire world-class money managers on a fee basis. No broker is calling them on what to buy or sell. So if you want to gamble, well, then go to Vegas. On the other hand, if you want professional advice and are serious about managing your investments, pay your money manager a fee instead of commissions and hire institutional money managers. To learn more, call the financial advisors for a complimentary review of your portfolio. 858-597-1980. That's 858-597-1980. Or visit the financial advisors at moneytalkradio.com. Securities through Concord Investment Services member FINRA SIPC and Concord Asset Management SEC Registered Investment Advisor. Skiers and snowboarders save hundreds on lift tickets and equipment this season just by coming to Snow Jam. Snow Jam Ski and Snowboard Expo next Friday through Sunday, November 8th through 10th at the Del Mar Fairgrounds. This year, more free lift tickets than ever and row after row of brand new, brand name gear at 50, 60, even 70% off MSRP. Only inside the expo, pick up a free lift ticket to Snow Valley Resort near Big Bear. Plus, snow jammers save big at Snow Valley all season long. Snow Summit and Bear Mountain will give you a free companion ticket. You can even save up to 70 bucks on a two-day mammoth lift ticket. Save hundreds more with a wall-to-wall -wall selection of equipment and clothing at up to 70% off. Try it on, get it right, take it home. Walk out with free lift tickets and everything you need for another great white winter. Next Friday through Sunday, November 8th through 10th at the Del Mar Fairgrounds. If you're into snow, get into Snow Jam. Advanced discount tickets at snowjamshow.com. My bishop takes your knight. Okay, okay. That was a nice move. For Maurice, this game of chess with his son borders on the extraordinary. Because a few months ago, it wouldn't have happened at all. After years of being in denial about his depression, he decided to get help. It didn't take a miracle to get his life back. But if you ask Maurice, he's living one now. If you have concerns about your mental health, seek help right away. Learn more at up2sd.org. Shagback Show live on the radio again for another Saturday morning, live from the end of the bar at the Del Monte Golf Course, a beautiful Monterey behind the bay. That's how we do it. 17 years. Working on getting to 18, and then to 19, and then to 20, and then who knows what will happen after that. I don't know. I'm thinking about that lately. To 20. 20, and then keep it going? Another 20? Uh, we'll think about that later. We've got plenty of time. It is officially show 917. 
917. Those are your three lucky numbers today. Flame and win 917. The Shag Bag Show. And Power Talk 1460 AM and 101 FM for Saturday morning. And a beautiful Saturday morning it is on the peninsula. A little slice of paradise here in Monterey. Dave Marzetti slaving over hot control boards. You don't have to each and every Saturday morning on the Shag Bag Show. Check us out at shagbagshow.com. It's all brought to you by the Pebble Beach Company. Check out their websites, pebblebeach.com. Lodging, dining, golf specials, all there at pebblebeach.com. Got some people coming in for the holidays. You know where to put them. Pebblebeach.com. The Del Monte Golf Course and Grill home, away from home for our shag baggers. For over 17 years, and end of the bar. Yeah. It's uh, the home of the Shag Bag Show and home of the Dukes Club. We'll be talking about that a little bit later on our Hour Power. Find out what's happening here at Del Monte Tea Time's availability. is probably not that much because they got the U.S. Kids Tournament out here, but we'll find out all about that from... I think Neil's got to stop by and see us. Sandbar and Grill under Wharf number 2, Craig Ling, back in town, back in action. Just saw him the other day. Let's see, where did I see him? I saw him at the, oh yeah, at the Chamber Tournament. Monterey Chamber Tournament out of Quail. That was a lot of fun. And, uh... Thanks to uh, to uh, Frank Geisler and Jonathan Geisler and Mary Warburton Boland and everybody put that big uh, clam bake together. That was a good time out there. Really fun, fun time, fun day. And uh, who can we play with? What was our team? Paul. It was Paul Martin, our controller at the Convention of Visitors Bureau, because we had a little team. It was a two-man scramble. And who else? Uh, we had, uh, oh, Mike Chapman played with us. And uh, George... George uh, George uh, Castle from the uh, Weekly. So it was, it was a fun team, good time, and uh, thanks to all, everyone that put that thing together. We'll do it again next year. But Craig's back in town at the Sandbar and Grill. Check him out. Sunday brunch tomorrow at the Sandbar. Try the Craig's Benedict. It's the Eggs Benedict with extra Craig on top. No, it's extra crab on top. That's what I'm extra crab on top. And it's the locals' favorites. 373-2818 at the Sandbar. Uh, the Golf Mart Superstore, home of the 90-day return. We'll talk to those guys a little bit later on this hour. Find out what's happening in the world of golf retail. The Monterey County Herald. What? Yeah, every every Friday they post the uh, the guests of the Shag Bag Show for Saturday morning. So check it out. Can't tell the players without a program. And your program is Monterey County Herald. It is your source for breaking news, sports, business, classifieds, and entertainment of Monterey, your daily newspaper. Carousel Candies, the Elf Team. Produce tons of homemade confections in their famous pink shop on the wharf. Look for the taffy puller in the window. They ship worldwide. CarouselCandies.com. Liz Elves and gang put a great, great spread and wonderful treats for Halloween on the wharf the other night. That was a lot of fun down there. Great to see all the families and all the kitties down there. And it was just a real blast. So uh, thanks to Carousel Candies and all the great businesses on the wharf who helped put that together the other night. Uh, you are truly the MC, and we had some great, great contests, uh, costume contest entrance, and gave away a lot of cash money, and just had a great time. There were probably uh, 200 people in the contest, and we had to whittle that down, down, whittle it down, whittle it down. Finally, got down to the top three. So, but it was a great time at the uh, at the wharf, and thanks to Chris Shake for putting that whole thing together, and also thanks to Chris for that. Uh, afterwards, he took good care of us, and I had the nice big uh, bone-in ribeye at the grotto. Ooh, that was nice. I'm still thinking about that right now. Uh, Clark A. Miller, the bankruptcy attorney, he's got a new name for his law firm, Cypress Coast Law. He's up to over 20,000 people. He can help you out. Your initial consultation is free. Always with Clark, 424-1764, clarkmiller.com, the Beach House of Lover's Point. Kevin Phillips has got a great program going on. It's... It really can't be beat. It's the Sunset Supper menu and special there at the Beach House with the free view there, which is fantastic at Lover's Point. The Beach House at Lover's Point, the Beach House Cafe underneath the Beach House for starters in the morning. And, of course, he's got the whaling station on Cantery Row. He's got Apple and Eddie and Big Fish Grill on Fisherman's Wharf, all of Kevin's restaurants and all his crew do a fine job. Golfguide.net for the player in you. Elab Communications did our website. They can do yours too. Check ours out, shagbagshow.com. Jacob's team, Jacob's team. Buying, selling, join Jen, can walk you through the process quickly, easily. They're the Monterey Peninsula's award-winning mother-daughter real estate team. The Foolish Times, free, funny, fabulous, pick one up that'll make you feel good today. And Express Employment and Professionals, Paul and Mary Wyant have a wonderful business that's... Uh, can help you out if you're looking for a gig, you know, full-time, part-time, seasonal. Now that holidays are here, maybe a little little side hustle for you. Uh, but if you are an employer looking for some some workers, they've got them for you. ExpressPros.com. That's where you find them. ExpressPros.com. 
Gusto Pizza and Pasta and a Seaside. Dennis Boro puts out a nice, fine Italian spread there. He and his team with authentic Italian dining on the corner of LaSalle and Fremont in Seaside. You know. And, of course, he's got that other business, his other restaurant in Carmel, which is uh, Basil. Yeah. Certified green restaurant in the Paseo Courtyard. San Carlos set near 7th and Carmel by the Sea. By the way, he wants me to tell everyone tell everyone that he's now serving breakfast on weekends at Gusto. So you might want to try that for some breakfast specialties at Gusto in the Seaside. Monterey Fish Company, South Tringalian family, they have a wonderful selection of fresh seafood. Friendly service, end of, uh, end of wharf two, always free parking. And uh, Sal always sends me the the, uh, the fish list as far as what is coming up on uh, on the boats and what he's got going on for uh, the fishes, the local fishes. And he's got right now, let's see, sent this to me this morning, Petrali, rock cod, salmon, tuna, halibut, all are wild and aquarium approved and all available at Monterey Fish Company. Don't forget, the American Heart Association says eat fish twice a week. You can do it at the Monterey Fish Company. Tell them you're local, by the way. They love serving locals. And we also want to thank Dan's Kids of Monterey County. They're good friends of ours. We like to support them. And they've got a wonderful, wonderful, of course, historic, I mean, it is a tradition, a holiday tradition. Make plans now to attend their popular production, an always sold-out production of the Nutcracker, live orchestra with Monterey Pops, December 13, 14, 15, Sunset Center. For more information, dancekids.org. And uh, you can go to Sunset Center and buy your tickets right now because they will be sold out, and you don't want to get caught without having your tickets to the Nutcracker. All right. November 2nd, Shag Bag Show, first Saturday of November. We are here. we got some great guests on the show today. we got the uh, guys from the Golf Mart Superstore. we got we got uh, the guys from the shop next door. Sal Sadesco is here from Paluca Trattoria on the wharf. Carly Mayberry. What is what is her official title? I said that she was a columnist for the Monterey Herald. She is, but she's uh, she's like the she's like the gal about town. So we're going <laughs> to talk to her a little bit. Teresa Wright's here from Tamsie. And before we go on, I want to say good morning to our two biggest fans. We love to have Terry and Puff the Wonder Dog high up on the hill on Via Gayuba. And good morning to our special co-host, second-time co-host, Monterey City Councilman Tyler Williamson. What an honor. Thanks for having me on again. Thanks for being here. Absolutely. It's what a beautiful you, day in Monterey. What have you been doing since I, we last saw you? Ooh, Some stuff? time for that? We need an extra hour. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, you know. What's, you, what's the big thing right now? Well, you see, I'm, I'm sporting the Monterey 250 hat. Yes. So we are getting ready for Monterey's 250th anniversary, which is a, right. which is a big deal. Right. It's going to be, uh, you know, I'm always in for a great time to celebrate. So anytime yes, there's you a time are. to celebrate, let's do it. Um, and so, yeah. Monterey was founded on June 3rd, 1770, and and so next year is going to be uh, full of festivities around that. So I think that's just the big thing. We're trying to help get the word out and uh, continue making Monterey a beautiful place for the community to get together and, and for folks to spend time with each other. Um, and, you know, I can't go without speaking about housing because... <laughs> You're always talking about that, and I'm so happy. I'm so happy that you do. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, what I'll say this go around is there's there's two main things. And, you know, there's a big argument in the community whether we should do sprawl or infill. I'm an all of the above approach type of person. I think we need to do a little bit of everything because there's so much housing we need to develop. There's so much work that we need to do. Um, and so the pressure is on to, to get the work done. Um, and so the, the two big things in the city of Monterey right now are the old capital site. Wait, wait can I interrupt you for yeah, a second? Yeah, absolutely. Carol, do you need anything to Hi, drink? Carol. Anything? Coffee. I would love some coffee. Really? You love coffee? Please. Absolutely. Oh, see, there you go. Wow. So we'll take care of the co host. I want to keep it coming back. All right, so go on with the house. Yeah, so we had the old Capitol site, which most folks that I talk to aren't familiar with, but it's uh, some property. Uh, to the left side of of the one freeway as you're driving from Monterey to Carmel. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's just a huge wooded area right now. And a lot of homeless actually end up going over there and the city of Monterey has to respond and clean up. And, right. um, and so, yeah, so Pebble Beach Company currently owns it. They're trying to give it over to Monterey. I mean, I could go into the, oh, there's a lot of details on that, um, but, but there's a possibility that we might be able to do some housing over there. So that's up for discussion. 
Commission. And then, of course, there's Fort Ord, and we have a, a portion of Fort Ord that we released an RFP on. Um, and so some projects were submitted back to us, and we'll be discussing those in closed session, which the closed session thing is a whole other topic that we could talk about. But, sure. but the point being is that both of these sites um, have potential to put some housing on. So I'll just throw that out there for this go-around. And the last piece that I'll share with you is, is water. Why oh, not yeah. end with it? So, yeah, so water. Water. Um, So I sit on, I represent the city of Monterey on Monterey One Water, which is the organization, the public agency that's doing the Pure Water Monterey project. We had our ribbon cutting about two weeks ago. And back in March, we decided to um, do an EIR uh, to see about the possibility of doing an expansion of the Pure Water Monterey project. And so just for folks that aren't aware of what that is, we take in different source waters, whether it's uh, wastewater, whether it's stormwater, um, whether it's water from the ag community. We take all these different sources of water, we recycle it, and we put it back into the water system. And that provides us actually a good amount of water. Um, And so we did this EIR as a backup solution just in case, for whatever reason, the desal plant doesn't move forward. Well, things don't seem like they're going well for the desal, regardless of how you feel about it. If you've been paying attention to the issue, things have just taken a little bit of a different turn over the last few weeks here. So um, it it may be prudent for us to, to make sure that we are looking at the facts and looking at the data in regards to this backup solution, because this might be the thing that gets us off the CDO, the cease and desist order from the state of California, which basically identifies if we don't get off the Carmel River, pulling as much water that we're pulling from the Carmel River by December 2021, then the state's going to start charging us fees. So that's that's the big push. But I think for me, and tying back to this previous issue, if we don't get water, we're not going to be able to develop more housing. So these issues are all connected. There's not a limit of stuff going on in the community. So I just gave you a little bit of a taste. <laughs> Fun stuff, right? That's it. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> all the day's work. <laughs> that doesn't sound that hard, actually. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> okay. Well, we appreciate you being here. We appreciate Absolutely. all you do with the uh, with the city and helping us us uh, citizens out. And uh, let's get to our uh, our guest. This is our first guest this morning. It's uh, Teresa Wright, who you know from uh, from uh, T A Mick. No, it's Tamsin. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. That was good. And Teresa, uh, we've known each other for many, many we've years. We've known each other for a long time, Dave. And yes. of course, uh, through all your work in community affairs and Channel Eight and all that good stuff. Yeah. And, uh, so uh, tell, tell everyone what you're, what you're doing now. So now I work for the transportation agency for Monterey County, and I'm here today to talk about something that that sounds, you know, it's it's bureaucratic, right? So the official title is Monterey County Transportation Demand Management, and that's a mouthful. And somebody goes, what on earth are you talking about? Well, really, um, our agency is about making transportation improvements that enhance the quality of our lives, right? Tyler, you were talking about housing and water, where we're all interconnected. And so one of the things that's important about that is how do our transportation systems work in Monterey County and how can we improve that and enhance it? And so this program that we're talking about today is Go831. And that's really about how do we deal with the congestion? How do we get people moving in a way that's safe and a way that's going to reduce congestion, right? So we all live it. We all, you know, those of us who are still working, you know what that travel is like, no matter where you are in the county. And you know that we have limited routes and that people travel back and forth between the Monterey Peninsula and Salinas and the Salinas Valley. So what this program does is it tries to address that. And it's really like shifting your mindset, right? We can't just expand our roads and build more lanes. That's, that's, there are a lot of restrictions for that, you know, just in terms of the scenic nature of where we live and so we can't just make more lanes so what do you do so this program is is sort of like the movement that went forward when mom said enough of our kids not being safe in cars and they launched the whole safety seatbelt thing we're trying to change mindsets we're trying to get people to think about how do you commute back and forth to work how do you commute to that special event that you're going to how do parents get their kids to school you see so many parents driving their kids to school so we want to figure out a way to address that and so we're calling it a smart commute program rethink how do you get to work 
maybe instead of driving in your car by yourself, you might want to consider carpooling. You might want to consider van pulling. You might want to consider establishing a bike pool or a combination walking. Anything that will get more people out of their car, out of driving alone. And the thing that's astounding about this is we're not trying to change everybody. All we're trying to do is just get a small percentage of people to try it at least once or twice a day, you know, a week. And that will make a significant difference. And, um, Dave, I think, you know, you and I have been around for a while, and a lot of people think, well, it's just when the tourists come here. No. <laughs> the tourists aren't here going to work every morning, right? So there are different components. Um, the component we're working on right now is try to work with the large employers. We rolled that out within the last year. Next year, we want to phase in and work with the school districts to figure out how to help that, that congestion area. And then the third phase will be working with the hospitality industries and so that we can target special events. Um, so there, there are a lot of components to this program, and the thing that's really exciting about it is it's absolutely free. We, our agency, has paid for the software, and we're offering it to the community for free. There are a lot of resources that are tied in this program. There are basically um, eight components, and so I'm just going to walk you through the components because it's really um, something that's that's easy to do, and it's and as I said, it's free. We're offering it to the community. So first, there's a, a software platform that we pay for, and um, it's real easy. Somebody can just go onto that software platform, and it's simple. You just put in your email address, because we're working with employers right now. We're asking people to put in their work uh, email address. You put in where you start, where you go to work, and that's simple. The resources will come up on that platform, and it will give you all the options of carpooling, van pooling, biking, and walking. And the the important thing, it gives you real end-time resources. So you can figure out, it will show you how long it will take you to get there. It will show you what, how, what kind of money you're going to save at the process. It will show you the good thing about the CO2 emissions, how you're going to help reduce gas emissions by the choices that you make. And then... There's a trip tracking app, so it's it, this is the days of app, right? There's an app that goes along with it. All somebody has to do is download it, and it will automatically track your trip. Once you enter the data, it will track it for you automatically. And then we're trying to change minds. So the only way that really helps that are incentives, right? We're all motivated by something. And so it doesn't have to be anything big. It could be something really small, but for us, we offer challenges twice a year. So in May, we do a bike walk challenge. In October, this month, we're just excited because we just finished it. It's an all commute challenge. And so no matter what the mode is, whether you bike, you walk, you van pool, car pool, take public transit, telecommute, all of those qualify as smart commute options. And so we just ran this challenge and, and we'll be announcing the winners for that. So there are individual winners, there will be team winners. We're uh, awarding a prize to the employer who had the largest percentage of employees that participated. So um, we can certainly look for that news, Dave, as we'll, we'll be announcing that. Um, and then for the employers and for the people who participate in this, there are a lot of resources that we are offering. So one is to work with employers or work with the school districts. We offer a wealth of um, surveys. We can help them do analysis, help them to do uh, determine like how their employees are getting back and forth to work, figure out what kind of incentives the employees might be interested in. And then our team will work with them to develop a program if they don't have it already within their organization. And then on the back end for the managers, they have all that data, that analytical analysis and, and information they will need that will help them in terms of their business, right, and what their scope is. Because the traffic demand is as it is, and the reality is, is building parking structures is not feasible right and it's super expensive so um that's the other thing and so i think for some folks um there is a reluctance to try something like that because everybody's like well what happens if there's an emergency how am i going to get home 
you don't have to worry about that because one of the components of our program is the emergency ride home program. So everybody who enrolls into Go A31, they automatically qualify on a J that they use an alternate smart commute choice and something happens, somebody's kid gets sick and they need to go home, they can get another ride home via cab, Uber, Lyft, whatever, submit the receipts to us, and they will, we will reimburse them up to $60 for that trip. So it's it, we call it peace of mind. This program's been in existence for probably, um, the Go A31 has been in existence for a little over a year. We've had maybe two people that applied for that reimbursement. So it's not like people have found that there's not much of a need, but they have that guarantee should it happen. And um, and then for the employers and the businesses that we're working with, with, we're developing a Smart Commute Ambassadors Club, and that's the point person that within that organization that we will work with. And um, we will have resources available for them, develop a newsletter, um, employee handouts help with packets for their new hire packets so that we can give them the information that they need um, regarding this program. So we're really excited about it and we hope to grow it and, and certainly welcome anybody that has an interest in wanting to learn more about it because collectively we have to do this together if we're gonna make a difference, right? Um, we're all in this as a community. We're all in this as a community enhance all of the components of our community, whether it's housing, whether it's water, whether it's the homeless issue, transportation, we're all tied together and we all have to work together in order to make a significant difference. Teresa, um, uh, I'm not sure if you guys have taken any, taken any data from when the program started to now or if there's going to be an effort to do that at some point um, but I just wanted to do a check-in is there anything that is kind of a litmus test to know that you guys are moving in the right direction we are moving in the right direction. This is this is still sort of in its infancy, um, but certainly we have seen tremendous interest in it, and we're moving the dial right. So, the model, if you will, um, the, the Monterey Bay Aquarium has an extensive program, right? And they're motivated because they have reasons that, that it's mandated within their charter that they have to address the traffic demand, but. I'm excited to work with them because they have a number of different programs and we've been able to use them as a model as we approach other employers and other businesses and the colleges because there are little components of what they do, I think, that everybody can take on. They're not going to be all-encompassing what they're doing, but they have 30% of their employees participating in an, in an, an alternate mode of transportation yep. to yep. get to work. Yep. And so um, that that, I think, for our community is the model that we can take snippets of and use to move forward. Um, we are just now starting to work with the hospitals. So we've, we've reached out to Natividad Hospital, Salinas Valley Memorial Hospital, um, Montage, Chomp. We're working to help establish programs with them. Some of them have things in place, like like uh, Community Hospital has had a program for a long time, but they're looking at how can they enhance that, right? Salinas Valley, the same thing. They've had some programs in place, but their demand is such that now they're looking at other alternatives and so we're working with all of them to help them to see if we can establish programs with them, set up um, employee workshops where we can give tips, we can do real practical stuff to get them moving. So, so yes, there's there's movement, and um, we just did a report out to our board of progress over what happened in the last year and then what our goals are for next year. Say, for example, this October challenge that we just finished, last year we had 68 people that participated. We've doubled that this year. So that's encouraging because we're hoping that through the challenges, people would be willing to try it, right? Give it a try. And then, like I said, if you get a handful of people doing it once or twice a week, we will see the difference. That's all you need. Yes. That's all you need. Exactly. So to get involved and for more information? Sure. So to get involved and for more information, I would recommend that you contact Justine Ramirez. She is our point person on this. And you can reach her at uh, 831-775-4404. Um, you can also reach her by email, which is justine at tamsymonterey.org. And then finally, if anybody wants to learn more about this program, they can just go onto the website and look at it and get some sense of what it is. Perfect. So it's called go831.rightamigos. 
Awesome. So, yeah. Thank Teresa you, Wright, awesome information. Thank you. And listen, I think 20 more is in your blood. It's all in the <laughs> That's blood. That's right, right? right <laughs> okay. We've Thank got you. the platform, so you got to do it. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate you. You're welcome. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Teresa Wright. Thanks a lot. From TAMSI today, Transportation Agency, Monterey County. And uh, still on the Shag Bang Show today, we got the guys from the Gulf Mart Superstore, the guys from the shop next door, Sal's, with us from Paluca Trattoria on the wharf. And Carly Mayberry joins us right now. Do you know uh, Do you know Carly? You do, don't you? I do know Carly. How do you know her? Uh, I think just through her reporting on me, um, uh, I think she reached out. I think the first time we interacted was she reached out to, to do a, uh, a news article interviewing me about something. And then yeah. we saw each other at an event. Um, gosh, it's hard for me to remember know, specific situations. It's like I go to so many events, I can't keep track. Absolutely. Like, actually, the first time I talked to you, I was interviewing you. You were running for city council. Okay. And so I was covering all the candidates. Okay. And I called you to, to you know interview you and write a story about you. And it was a beautiful story at that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so tell, so I tell didn't me. pay her for that either. So exactly, That's my job. exactly. Of course not. So uh, tell everyone. Just, just give us some history. Give us some history. Oh, about uh, me. This is so weird for me because I'm usually on the other end interviewing. I want to jump in and interview Teresa and talk to you, Tyler. But um, well, I've just been doing reporting. Gosh, about. 18 years now. Um, it's kind of funny. I was looking back last night knowing I was coming on and um, I first started at a, a little weekly paper in Montana. Believe it or not, the name of that paper was called the Hungry Horse News. <laughs> of course it was. And bizarre enough, I ended up later on at the Hollywood Reporter in Los Angeles. So I, I know if I ever write a, my memoirs or a book, it's going to be called From the Hungry Horse News to the Hollywood Reporter. <laughs> And somehow in the middle, I ended up here at the um, at the Mon work writing for the Monterey Herald. So, and and so, what what do you do for the Herald? Um, now I'm I'm covering events. I cover special events. Um, I I cover um, anything fundraisers, anything regarding charities, nonprofits, special events going on during the week. Um, I've written a lot of stories about Pebble Beach. Um, covered the U.S. Open. So I'm lucky that, you know, I'm, I give a shout-out to the hardworking folks at the Herald. Dave Kellogg, my editor, everyone there is really hardworking. With the downsizing of papers, you know, they, they give their extra effort. So, I was going to ask, how is that experience been for you all? I mean, I know it's a challenge, and uh, just in general um, within media, but particularly so at the local level. You know, I'm I'm so, I'm so, I was sort of a newbie at the Herald. I've only been on the peninsula for about four years, but I know that before I came aboard, there was a lot of downsizing. And I think what happened was they realized, wow, we've, we, we need another staff writer. So that's when I came on. And now I'm just um, working as a freelancer covering events. But it, it's a struggle just with the conglomeration of, of newspapers. It's a struggle. And one of the reasons I'm doing this um, around town column is because um, trying to fill a gap in local news coverage, you know, and events. I mean, um, like the weekly here has a calendar. I try to go to the actual events when I can, talk to people there, and, and make it fun and positive and let people know on the peninsula what's going on. There are so many events going on here weekly, on the weekends, um, from chamber events to festival events. Um, so I'm just trying to let people know that. Well, so it's quite an honor for me to actually, it, you kind of identified this at the beginning where you would like to interview. And so it's an honor for me as an elected official to interview a journalist. I mean, oh that's, gosh, that's quite, a, it's <laughs> quite an interesting experience here. Uh, so I think just on that, that previous note, is there anything that you see as a, from a journalist perspective that can help change that paradigm a little bit and focus more energy back towards local papers? Oh my God. Well... I have to be careful what I say here. Um, we're, um, for people to care about their local paper, and I guess I would especially mention the Monterey Herald, it's the only daily paper here covering Monterey County. It has a, an amazing history, and for people to support it and you know to keep reading, and who knows what will happen in the future with its ownership, but, um, you know, I just, I'm a loyal Monterey Herald person and just I want people to support it and know how hard the people work that are, you know, that are still on staff there. Sure. And if maybe for the, for the audience, what can they do to help support? 
you know, it's always good to let them know about important stories, to contact um, the editor there, the reporters. Um, James Herrera covers Marina Seaside. Um, Dennis Taylor covers Monterey Pacific Grove. Tommy Wright covers um, breaking news and I cover events just just and and our our um, editor is is Dave Kellogg been there many years you know contact them let them know what's going on give them the scoop that's what the the daily papers about and they have they're on a short deadline unlike other weekly papers where they have a lot of time to work on you know long-term yeah. stories yeah, yeah. so just just let them know what's going on yeah I'll be at work and Dennis will because since he's covering Monterey now yeah. he'll, he'll call me or shoot me a text and say hey if you can't give me a call and oftentimes I'm not able to make his one o'clock I think it's one oh, o'clock deadline oh my gosh I hope it's not that early it's, it's, it, it actually had went to like four when I was there, okay. which is you know real hard. You got to get in early, get your quotes, and get your story. That's and, right. Yeah, but it it would be helpful to for public officials, anyone to know that they're on that tight deadline and to do their best to get back to them Absolutely. because that's a a daily deadline, you know. And what do you see for your future? What what does your future hold? Do you plan on hanging around Monterey for a oh, while? Oh yeah, I'm actually working. Um, I'm doing work for the National Steinbeck Center in um, Salinas. I'm doing communications work and. Um, you know, still writing for the Herald, and I love this area, and I'm invested in it, and um, I just want to see, I just want to see people get invested in their area and, and care about it, and, and all the different charities and nonprofits that are. Monterey County has so many nonprofits um, that go on here, so I want people to be aware of all the events they hold. Absolutely. We're happy to have you. Thank you, Dave, for having and me. And I think it's a great thing that's, uh, that we actually have somebody, you know, writing about local events. Absolutely. Only because, it's, I mean... This is a good point. Right? <laughs> we have local events. We have local events. So many local events happening. Every weekend there's something going on, it, It's right? funny because I stumble upon them. I'm living in downtown Monterey, and last weekend I, I stumbled upon the rocket, the... I can't even remember all the names of these events, but it hot was the Hot Rose on the Wharf. Yes, and I talked to like so many people that are from this area and took a lot of pictures. Half the time, I just stumbled upon them, talked to people, and there, there you have it. I have another item for my column, so right. it's fun. I'm lucky to do it. And uh, and of course, you know, do you know you know Sal from uh, Palooka Trattoria? Yes, right here. I covered the Big Little as Lies well. and all that stuff. Oh right? yeah, You've oh probably yeah. Heard of that. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> 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 covered that a lot. Yeah. The Herald. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I see around local events and we're happy to have you out there and we're glad that somebody's doing that i mean, just like somebody should be covering local you know politics and local Absolutely. city events and uh, social events and sports and uh, you know and golf i mean things things should be covered for uh, for the locals Absolutely. yes you guys please everyone listening just invest in your your local paper and know how important journalism is you know we get a lot of we get a, a bad rap but we're out there trying to let the public know what's going on I mean, right. it's like an increasing pressure right yeah I mean, it is it, it's so important i think especially speaking as an elected official um it feels like most folks are paying attention to what's happening in washington as opposed to what's happening right here in their own backyard so um you, you guys are doing great work and I, and I really appreciate everything that you're doing and thank you tyler and i just want you to know you know it's funny the one thing that has kept paper still alive is that people still want local news so that's awesome to hear yeah all right thank you Thanks, if Dave, if uh, people want to get a hold of you, what do they do? Um, well, you can email me at carly at carlymayberry.net or um, my ageless email is cblue, S-E-A-B-L-U-E, at earthlink.net. All right. Beautiful. <laughs> Thanks, Carly. Thanks for We appreciate me. you. All right. Shag Bag Show on Power Talk, 1460 AM and 101 FM for your Saturday morning, live from the end of the bar at the Del Monte Golf Course in beautiful Monterey by the Bay, Dave Marzetti. Our special co-host is Tyler Williamson, Monterey City Councilman. And our next guest is Sal Tedesco from Paluca Trattoria. Sal, step up to that mic or closer. We there we go. <laughs> Can you hear me now? Buongiorno. Buongiorno, come stai? Bene, LA. I love it. Sta a posto. Sta a posto, si. So, tell everyone, Paluca Trattoria. Tell everyone about it, those who don't know. Tell us what you don't know, huh? Well, it's it's been there a long time. Uh, probably 40 years, the location of that restaurant. I've been there 27 of those years. Uh, it's been fun. Uh, some changes throughout, you know tenants next door are just remodeling and it's just been an adventure let's put it that way <laughs> and now that the city of monterey stepped in thank you very much on improving many things on that building and making our business thrive as well 
Um, it's just, you know, it's a great place to be. Monterey, I mean, look at today. It's gorgeous out here. Absolutely. So, I'm blessed. We're all blessed to be here. Well, and I understand that you're from Sicily, am I correct? Uh, yes, I was born and raised in Sicily. My father was a commercial fisherman. That's how we ended up in Monterey. Okay. Back in the era of the sardines, the calamari, and when the purse hangers were here, and that whole fishing industry. The purse hangers. I don't think I've heard of that phrase before. That's well, a type of fishing boat. Yeah, purse hanger, yeah. Okay, okay. Very cool. Yeah. Um, so can you describe the name of your restaurant? Uh, Paluca Trattoria. We, we came up with the name uh, when my second son was born, Luke. So we have a Paul and a Luke, so we call it the Paluca Trattoria. We really work for them at this point, you know. It's a, it's a family business, so I tell them, I go to work for you, so I'm going to name the restaurant Paluca Trattoria. So how old so. are they now? Uh, Luke, uh, Paul's uh, 18, uh, Luke's 12, so... Okay, wow. Are they both at the restaurant? You know, they partake here and there, you know. But like they, eating or... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Showing off to friends, you know, after they're diving. You know, my son is a diver, he loves to dive, and my 18-year-old. And uh, him and his dive friends, they all come over and enjoy a nice lunch and... Yeah, you know, it's fun. You know, I, I love the teenagers coming over. It's, it's great. So I, I brought this up before the show started, you, so you know this is coming. Of course. Uh, tell us about Blue Blue's Cafe and uh, uh, and <laughs> Blue Blue's Cafe, famous, famous big little lies thing. Yeah, it's it's been fun. I, I've become a great photographer. Let me tell you, I've learned oh, to use a cell phone right, huh? to take so many pictures throughout the day. It's it's amazing what it's what it's brought on to, to, to the peninsula. I mean, sure. Do they all want to sit in the same spot? They ask. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's funny how they. Where did she sit? Well, you know, it was filmed on set in Los Angeles. And, uh, this, is, this is where they're supposed to have sat. I, like, I don't know because I don't want to be here. I actually left them behind when they were shooting. But I don't want to be in their way. It was, yeah. it was a great production company. They did an amazing job. It's, you know? How many, days were they, how many days were they actually there shooting? They were there for about three days in the parking lot and at the restaurant. The characters were not really there. At that point, due to it was in February, you would think it'd be pouring down rain. Yeah. It was just like this, another beautiful sunny day in Monterey. So take the umbrellas down, take the umbrellas up. <laughs> they couldn't get it right. So, you know, everything on stage and in a set is, you know, they lighting control was much easier for them sure. in Los Angeles. So, but it worked out for us. Look at that. Look at all Absolutely. the publicity that Monterey got. It's, Absolutely. Yeah. It was a blessing in disguise. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I also noticed that you participate in the Ocean to Table Seafood Program. Can you describe that and, and what that means right. for your business and your I customers? Have, um, this weekend we're featuring local link caught, caught by local fishermen. So, you know, he'll text me and he'll say, hey, you know, I've, I've got this. We're going fishing tomorrow. We've got a potential link caught. How many would you like? Give me about 20, 20 pounds of it. So they range about 68 pounds each. He brings them to me coming from a fishing family i support it because i know it's coming from the ocean to the table Absolutely. and i i got uh fresh lingcod yesterday it was delivered and i filleted it myself and nice. it was absolutely gorgeous and that's our special this weekend lingcod over pasta pomodoro con un po di olio e aglio delicious ah, nice yeah. with with garlic and olive mm-hmm. oil mm-hmm. yum can we have that for oh. breakfast? Exactly. <laughs> Why yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> yeah, that's so, awesome. Yeah, it's a fun program. I, 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 I like to support fishermen. I'm a fisherman myself. I, I like to go fishing. I, I come from a family of fishermen. All my uncles are fishermen, so yeah, I still like sending them coming out of a tank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you tell us about some of the other your other dishes? What are your other specialties there? Uh, specialties. Gosh, we have a great pasta company, Beagley Pasta, makes our pastas and our raviolis. We make great sauces for them. Um, let's see here. We have a we homemade meatballs. We make them every day, traditional grandma style, all hand rolled. Getting really hungry. Uh, I know that sounds really good right <laughs> that's now. What we wild prawn over like a, an Alfredo sauce. We use wild prawns. Um, what else? My God, we got so many. Gets you know, we're battling the calamari thing right now because it's not seasonal. They're not catching anything, so uh, so we're gonna wait till our season kicks in to get some fresh calamari back in. But uh, it's, you know, everything is pasta with clams. We you know we have special parties, private events that want special things. We I'll make it for them. It's we cater. It's it's my business. We do food. Good I food. It. I love it. Yeah, it's awesome. And through the I know that through the Convention of Visitors Bureau we have had so many 
blogs and stories and uh, setting up tours of how to, you know, do the big little lies thing and all that. And so it's still impacting you. It's still affecting you, right? There's still people coming down, oh, even though it was season one. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's you know, it just it, words gets out, you know. It was filmed there. They'd like, you know, we don't mind them taking pictures. It's, it's fun. It brings people to the pier. It's activity. It's something to do. A lot of the girls just love it. I mean, it's... I've become a photographer. They just, you know, they just love to sit at those tables and pretend like they're the girls. You know, I said, oh, they're great. It's, it's fun. It's, you know... Yeah. Well, and you're in such a great spot on the wharf, too. I mean, right when you enter, you can view it from when you're coming around the corner there. It is such a great place. I've, as I say, I've been there 27 years. Um, it's been fun. I mean... It was it was famous too. I mean, the captain's gig. I yeah, start like, off as a captain's gig. Start off by John Pistol, I believe. You know, yeah. I changed the name. It's okay. You know, yeah. times change. Absolutely. Yeah. In so, the inter in the interior, the decor is superb. Yeah, we just went through a little remodel a couple years ago. That's good. You know, re you got to revive and refresh, keep the place clean. Customers tell us how wonderful job we do. Uh, you know, it's great on a nice sunny day. I want to be there right now drinking a glass of Prosecco. Is what I want to say. Exactly. You know, right. want to, we should do the show there. I think you would be a show. Wouldn't that be great? That sounds yeah. awesome. Yeah, that sounds That's fun. the next time my co-host, right? Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. We'll do the uh, the Monterey Four. There you That's go. right. Oh, there you go. <laughs> this is the Monterey Five. <laughs> Yeah. All right. We'll do that. Uh, if they want to find out more information, there's the website, of course, right? Absolutely. We've got a website, uh, infoatpalucatrattoria.com. Um, Indoor, outdoor dining, beautiful menu, lots of great wines. We feature a lot of local wines. I know I'm Italian, and we should feature all these Italian wines, but we've got some great wines in our backyard. Um, uh, I mean, we've got great wines here. I mean, we really do. Morgan, Joyce, we carry uh, Scheid Vineyards. It's all good stuff. I mean... You know, nothing against my Italian wines, but you know we have a few. But we got some a great wine list. Mm -hmm. So lunch and dinner every day. Lunch and dinner day, we're going to start scaling back with our winners hours sure. a little bit here and there. But we're pretty much open every day for lunch and Love weekends it. for dinner. Yeah. All right, Paluca Trattoria on the, on the wharf. As soon as you walk on the uh, the front of the wharf, it's on the right hand side. You can't miss it. Beautiful umbrellas over there in a great spot for Good lunch coffee, or dinner. Good coffee, La coffee. Right, oh, it's amazing. Yeah. yeah, the list goes on. Mm -hmm. Sal Tedesco, thank you very much, Gumbadi. We appreciate you very much, and uh, enjoy your weekend, and we'll see you down Thanks, there. I will. I will be down there, and having Prosecco, you guys should come down later. We're coming Absolutely. down. <laughs> All right. All right, Sal. Thanks. Thank you again. We appreciate you. All right, Shag Bag Show on Power Talk, 1460 AM and 101FM 1 for Saturday morning, live from Del Monte. It's Dave Marzetti, and Tyler Williamson is here from uh, Monterey City Council. And uh, got a little text, our weekly text from Kevin Phillips, speaking of the wharf. Uh, he says, Dungeness Cramp season opens today for sport fishermen. So go see uh, his friends at Chris's Fishing Trips on the wharf for their terrific rockfish-crab combo trips. And don't forget, he says, only 53 shopping days left till Christmas. Oh, man. <laughs> Thanks, That's Kevin. not what I wanted to be reminded of. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Hey, we got uh, the head guy here with us this morning, Neil Allen from Del Monte. Good morning, guys. Good morning, Neil. Let's, uh, let's go golfing. Right? It seems like there's a lot of activity out there today already. Yeah, we've got U.S. kids out this weekend. Uh, <clears throat> that's When you talk about activity, I call it life, and yeah. there's a lot of life going on out there. Uh, they've got kids out from all over the United States, all over the world. There's five countries represented wow. out there today, 23 different states. I think uh, on the community they have 290 golfers that wow. they've brought in. And these are all families in the hotels, going to the restaurants, uh, um, from all over the place, looking at just enjoying Monterey on these cool November mornings. It's just, it's, uh, it's fantastic to see the life out there. So, and they've got a good golf course. So, but if you guys are like 12 or under, no? Sometimes people Any think that. Some people, yeah. people think that. Act your age. Yeah, that's uh, so we don't have any golf available this weekend. And it's actually kind of tough because these guys are also playing out at uh, Laguna Seca and Monterey Pines. Uh, uh, big footprint on the community. But they're out here uh, enjoying golf and uh, looking out on the putting green. You know, there's a handful of kids out there. They all have caddies. They all have their, usually it's parents. Um, a lot of different age groups. They they split them up between male and female. So it's, it's where do the fun. age groups? Well, it starts at eight years old, and we have some of those here today, up to fourteen. 
and they'll break them down. Uh, I think it's 14, 13. There's a 12-year-old age group, uh, 11, a 10, and then an 8-year-old also up. And um, so depending on what age group they fall in and how many kids are in that particular field uh, depends on where they play and whether they're played 18 holes or nine. Uh, so we have about 130 of them here today. Uh, we've got the uh, the older boys. Uh, we give them a nice golf course, championship golf course to play. And we'll probably see some pretty low scores out there today out of those guys and, and girls. Um, wouldn't be surprised to see something in the 60s, you know, 68, 67 I've seen oh. out of them before. Um, and a little bit of everything. But we've also got some 8-year-old kids that this golf course also sets up well for. They're going off the backside, and uh, you'll see some pretty good scores out of them. Um, exactly. it, what, what's awesome is they all have caddies. The caddies have bibs, and they've got their That's names so on the awesome. back. You know, I took a couple of kids. I've been shuttling kids out there um, most of the morning, and when they see their names on the back of the caddies, it, it's just lights them it's up. It's part of the know? experience. Oh, yeah. You know, they're, they've arrived. That's awesome. You know, so it's uh, it's a lot of fun. So encourage anyone to come out here to Del Monte and just, just have a look. Um, Absolutely. It's a lot of fun, a lot of life, a lot of young golf coming up. Uh, you know, I can think of some kids we see that uh, matriculate into uh, a really good championship golf Curtis De Silva's comes to mind right quick uh, you know he's uh, playing quite well for one of the local high schools and he came up to US kids and did all the things uh, needed so it's uh, it's just fun to see and maybe we'll be seeing these guys on weekends here in a few years from now maybe not too many years from now just think if you and I would have started that young what we'd be right now yeah what <laughs> yeah, like, what could have been, right? Yes, but but we started other things that young. Oh, that's right. I forgot yes. about that. <laughs> we won't go there, right? Yeah. Go there. And we're pretty good at it now. Yeah, yeah. we mastered yeah. it. Yeah. All right, all right. So no golf this weekend here at Del Monte, but uh, golf opens up again on Monday. Back on Monday, and right. you know, I heard the mention of fifty-three shopping days. You yeah. know, uh, something good. Uh, that's very easy to get is call us up in the Duke membership. One size fits all. One size fits all. It comes with a lot of great benefits. Uh, you get the discounted golf here, Spyglass Hill, Spanish Bay, uh, uh, discounts here in the grill, 20% off. You can see young Kelsey and, and Carol and come that's out right. to, to enjoy breakfast and lunch. And then uh, also you get discounts over at Knuckles. Um, so 4 o'clock in the afternoon, Knuckles fires up, a lot of sports over there. Uh, they're, they're happy to honor that 20% discount. Plus the, the retail inside the shop, you can get Pebble Beach apparel and all of that. All, you know, the Dukes covers all of that. But really it's the discounted golf. And, uh, that's for some, you and three of your friends. That's right, yeah. We've got some deals. $39 includes carts coming up in November. Uh, a lot of a uh, lot of activity on that. So give us a call here at uh, 831-373-2700, and we'd be happy to sign you up and get you in the program. All right. Neil Allen from Del Monte, thank you. Thank you, guys. Have a great weekend. All That's right. You, too. That's uh, the Shag Bag Show on Power Talk 1460 AM and 101 FM for Saturday morning, and we got Vic the Sandbagger live from the Golf Mart Superstore. Hey, it's a beautiful day at the Golf Mart Seaside, baby. That's right, Vic. <laughs> hey, um, all of our regular customers, I'd say in the last 10 days or so, should have received in the mail, snail mail, a 20% off coupon. Okay. And that and that 20% coupon is good for anything in the store, with the exception of Ping and Scotty Cameron. Ah. Um, so uh, everybody check your mail and bring that coupon in, and, you know, 20% is a, a pretty good discount on anything in the store. So come on in and uh, use those coupons. Right on. And uh, this week, in fact, yesterday, the Callaway Super Hybrids hit the shelf, and um, they're uh, actually made for some of our better players, and um, they're quite attractive, and... Uh, I think everybody should come in and try and hit one. All right. We don't have any, so come on in and get them. Right on, man. And uh, always remember, if you're in a bunker, nobody expects you to get out in one stroke. That's what you say. 
That's, That's always a good day, tip. Buddy. Hey, give us the All hours. Right. Give us the hours. Okay, now, today we are 9 to 6. Tomorrow we're 10 to 5. And uh, mention the shag bag and get 15% off without a coupon. All right on, man. All right, buddy. All right, Vic. Bye-bye. We'll see you later. All right, Victor Sandbagger from the Golf Hard Superstore 2040 Fremont Boulevard in Seaside. You know, 583-1000 for everything golf. They will not be undersold. Hey, I want to remind you that uh, coming up tomorrow, uh, well, first of all, before that, don't forget tonight, we finally get that hour back. They ripped us off. Of, yes. Yeah, they ripped us. They just took it away. They didn't ask us. They took away that hour, and now we get it back. <laughs> so happy when they don't they don't give us you know they don't they take the hour you think they give us an hour and some like a like you know 61 minutes back they're gonna pay a little bit on the vig you know something something but no it's just another hour so it's like we loan them a dollar and they're giving us a dollar back six months later and come on do something about that give us another minute anyway that's that's, that's after inflation that's right. <laughs> I forgot that. But uh, but yeah. So that's uh, the, don't forget the clocks tonight, uh, and then and then tomorrow at Jack's at the Portola Hotel, uh, will it's return of uh, of the International Trio. So it's Mike Barada and myself and Dave Daly. We do the music over there tomorrow for brunch, eleven thirty to two. We're over there. We've been over there doing that thing for about a year now. Uh, a couple times, couple times a month on Sundays for Sunday brunch at Jack's at the Portola Hotel. So hope to see you there. Also, want to remind you that we've got an Italian music night set up for uh, for Christmas time.